0: Welcome, everyone, to Films and of in My Life. My name is Brendan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hello. How's it going? And Mama K. Oh, I'm doing good. And Mama K.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: <laughs> How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank nice. you for asking.
0: Cool. <laughs> Tonight we are doing 1917, the new war drama by director Sam Mendes, who people will know from his debut American Beauty. Uh he's done Road to Perdition and Revolutionary Road and Away We Go and a bunch of other movies and also the the Skyfall and Spectre James Bond films. So yeah. a a acclaimed director, he is one I'm quite a fan of um and yeah 1917 the guy did you guys know much about this going in other than i mean i assume you guys saw the trailers
2: that's pretty much it i, I saw the trailers and i couldn't gather it's going to be some sort of film about the front lines of world war one so i think that's all you really needed to know going in honestly Hmm. Well, okay
1: yeah, the same. I mean, I think it's just you, you, well, we'll talk about it when it gets going, but yeah, there's not enough World War 1 movies. There's a lot of World War 2 movies, but you know, this just feels a niche on a lot of on a yeah. lot of levels.
0: World War 2 is the is the yeah, the the, the more exciting one cuz well, that's also multiple fronts you got German and Japanese and then there's also Russian things going on there. This one, yeah, I mean, it's kind of similar like still Germany, but not like there's no Hitler, like major figure, so it's not as not as fun. I guess you could say. There's not, there's not <laughs> it's not as the much war. you can, not the fun. It's as much as you can do with it. It's a little more it's a little more straightforward. Um but 197 yeah. and and I knew pretty much the same I also knew about I call it the gimmick. I mean, you you don't have to call it a gimmick, but when we will talk about visual and sound there's a way this movie is made that is uh unique. Um, Only a couple other movies I've seen do it, but we'll get to that once we get to the spoilers. Uh, 1917, at the height of the First World War, two young British soldiers, Schofield, played by George McKay, and Blake, played by Dean Charles Chapman, are given a seemingly impossible mission. In a race against time, they must cross enemy territory and deliver a message that will stop a deadly attack on hundreds of soldiers, Blake's own brother among them. And that's Given to you in the trailer by Colin Firth, who is also in this. He's like, you have a brother. He's on the front lines, and if you don't (laughs) tell them the message, you will. We will lose all the men. I know it sounds
1: like a Saving Private Ryan situation.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I thought about about initially. Yeah, it's a pretty straightforward plot, and um, I mean, we'll talk about our ratings for everything. But if you haven't seen it, I mean, that's not a whole lot to spoil. I mean, there's war, so you can imagine bad. There might be deaths that happen, and. A lot of shooting, and we'll we'll spoil it, though, so go see it if you haven't had a chance. It's up for Oscars, probably win some, so. In theaters now, if you have any interest. We rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Um, Do I have to even give more on the plot? I mean, it's pretty much what it is. It's these two guys who have to go through enemy lines and deliver a message to Benedict Cumberbatch, which we'll get to, Um, but okay, I'll start with you. What do you think of the plot of this movie?
1: Well, I don't, there is no more to the plot. I mean, this is, this is a simple, straightforward story. Um, and the, the story of this movie is in the storytelling. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that we're going to get into that pretty quickly can't wait for visual and sound to talk yeah. about that well um, i mean
0: let's talk about the what's the gimmick like we're in spoilers now we'll talk about the choices but the gimmick is it's a one the whole movie is a one-shot um yeah. it's it's filmed as if you are like there are no cuts they obviously have to cheat because it's movie where they spans a lot of not a whole lot, it spans a day but like you know there's when they go into like a dark place you can tell like the camera cuts to a new thing but it's shot to make like um what's the other word? birdman uh, a couple years back the the one where michael Which, keaton's a yeah. stage yeah, director I never it's saw. shot like that yeah oh it's great uh, does not like but wait
1: who directed that? a lot
0: uh, Alejandro G- guy, oh, I can't say his last okay. name, but you know the one, the one who did yeah. the Revenant, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you in there, but yeah, that's the that's the gimmick we were talking about, the the oneer.
1: Right. So I think that's what I mean. Once you're looking at the movie through that lens, through those eyes, the fact that it's um, that it's filmed this way, it was really just takes on a whole new life. Or for me, it did. It was. Um, I mean, I already felt like I was already part of the plot that i was with the characters but when you realize when you realize what's happening which i don't think i did until maybe until they started going down the trenches when they were getting ready to to leave to take the letter that was when i was that's when i realized hey wow this is crazy we're doing a lot of one shot then i'm like wait it's all one shot like this is one shot um so i mean i think i think the plot is is it's integral because it makes everything move, but the way it's filmed moves the plot, um, and these characters are just—I m- I imagine that they're amalgamation of several different characters. But you can just imagine that this is the story of so many people during that war, the way that war was fought, um, that this is just telling a lot of stories, um, and it's really visceral in the way it's shot. But it's just when you to st- put yourself in the the place with the with the characters. You're like, you know, war is gross, man. And this is particularly, you know, particularly bad. And the way it's done, it's almost like it's back in, you know, revolutionary times when they all just stood in, in four different lines. And they're like, okay, line one, go against line one of the other team. Okay, all those guys die. Let's <laughs> see who's going to, you know, it's like, it's the worst
0: <laughs> type of
1: war. It's just, it's gross and awful and, and, and everything that war is. So, um, for the plot of this movie, I'm going to give the plot of this movie a four.
0: What do you think,
2: Nicole? Yeah, um, not one for war movies, as, you know, anybody could guess just based off of my movie preferences, but this was something so much more than a war movie, when you take a step back and look at what it is, and, um, you know, it's hard to put into words really what you're watching here, um, in the sense that it's not what you expect, and you don't know what to expect because like mama K brought up, like there's not a lot of world war one based movies. If there is, obviously I don't follow them as much, but regardless of that, you know, having a first person look into what 18 and 19 year old men are going through on the front lines of a major war um, and trying to save themselves for the better of their whole crew like that it's such an intense yeah. feeling and you know and to, to put themselves especially with the choice of making this kind of a first person look the one shot you're standing in front of them the whole time you're face to face with them basically it's your eyes as theirs and yeah, yeah. in that, that's such a powerful move that that heightens this movie into things that i would never expect so you know that this definitely carries more into the visual and sound aspect of it, but if we're talking about the straight plot points that that we're getting here of brotherhood and survival and war and um, you know being just thrown into a position where you're so clueless of what to do next, um, and to make us feel like we're there too, that is just incredible. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this uh, plot a four b- because i was just so blown away by the fact that something like this could keep me as invested and involved as as much as it did because this is definitely not the niche that i, I- anticipate watching so i just think they did yeah it to me. because
1: it's so it's so simple you're not yeah. struggling to understand anything you know you know from the get-go what the whole situation is right and that never changes and they're not know,
2: throwing that- they're not throwing like big military words <laughs> at you I mean to put it right, to put it right. bluntly they're not making it out of touch like they're they're keeping it they're keeping it something that we can follow and and put ourselves into and and invest into it which is very this is brilliant um, so I'm gonna yeah. stick with a four
0: yeah uh, I won't harp too much about the plot because I think we're really gonna talk about this movie in visual and sound I think that's the the thing to talk about in this movie um, but yeah I'm on board plots of four solid. Um, the only thing I could n- nitpick with it is: Did anyone else watching it have get the idea like, wh- why are they sending these two people? There's not a better way or a faster way to let the other the other guys know. Like they couldn't like airdrop leaflets in, or you know, well that's a, more when people or
1: yeah, when they had the scene when they were doing the dogfight in the air, that kind of mm-hmm. brought it to to the forefront for me. Where it's like, hey, wait a minute. I mean, they they have aircraft that it doesn't seem like it's a huge. Uh, burden for them to, you know, how ha- do that? But I mean, it's possible that you know, only aircraft was only you know allotted to certain regiments, or you know, it, it's hard to know that. It, it just seems like it's so hard in our time of age where we can do anything at the at you know the click of a click of a button. That that's not what it was like then. Well, so, that's where the um,
2: interesting part of it comes in because as we're watching yeah. it now. Hundred years later, and we're like, why the? Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? Why didn't they um, send a send a message? Like, who knows how they could have done this stuff? Like this. I mean, the the tele like telegraphs were around
0: back then. Well, they they said something about
1: they said something about all the lines being down at the very beginning of the film. Okay. Um, So I assume that he was that was either like, you know, uh, Morse code, or if they had you know field phones or something like that. Um,
0: right, they couldn't send a
1: message, that's
0: why they had, to, why they had to get them to yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, it's not something I, I personally actually had a problem with. I've read and saw other people saying like that's like if you're going to pick something to out of this movie, it's like the whole thing doesn't need to happen this way because there's probably another way to do it. I think that is probably true because they, I mean, yeah, it's a hundred years ago, but they, they had technology. There were some technologies, that, um, but I did, I don't care about that. I still, I still like the plot that we're given. So you wanted to, if you
2: to detract from that take it out of the context of what they're giving us where they have to deliver this particular message and just think for a second that there's people doing this throughout the whole war for other reasons they need to i don't know let's just say bring supplies or or do this and that and the other thing like there's reasons why this had to happen at some point it may not have been to to stop a you know a, a a crew right. going in but these people did have to have to go through this war zone and the the no man's land and all this to deliver things and and get to certain points like this is how it was and um, you, if you just you know step back from this one particular tiny part this happened the whole time
0: okay yeah, yeah. I, I i actually i do agree with you guys i just had to oh that's the only thing i could think of to to bring up on the plot that's not positive um but yeah, and this is also, Sam Mendes, he wrote this movie. He usually doesn't write his own movies. He wrote it based on a bunch of war stories that his grandfather told him, uh, right. uh, Alfred Mendes. Um And he, that he so this isn't like, when we say amalgamation, it's a true, loose amalgamation. Like, none of these characters are based on real people. I don't even think this attack is a real, based on a real attack. I think it's all... A mix of just the feeling of World War One, which is right. kind of interesting. But, I kind of like that choice. We don't, but have definitely to stick to anything history.
1: that could have happened. You know what I mean? It definitely could have. Yes, happened. Yes, it, so. it kind of
0: feels like the whole war in a day. Like the like you, you get right. a sense because we haven't talked about the plot points, but there's like a supply line they run into. There's the no man's land, um, the the that beginning really disgusting, like, little area before they get to the German front lines, and
1: yeah. there's just,
0: you know, there's a lot of, it's like a whole war in a day kind of thing, um, Yeah, but the characters of this movie, I think we spent plenty of time on the plot, the characters, it's a two-hander, it's George McKay as Lance Corporal Will Schofield, uh, Captain Fantastic, only thing I've ever even known him in, and it's not an actor I'm familiar with, and Dean Charles Chapman, who is Lance Corporal Tom Blake. Um, I think he's on Game of Thrones, so I guess people will know him from that. But I
1: don't. Oh uh, yeah, uh, did yep. not
0: watch that. Uh, and then um, a couple of cameos in here. I mean, I call everything else a cameo because everyone else who is has a name is in it for one scene. Uh, hey. I already said Colin Firth is the general; he's in the one scene. Um, and uh, later on, Benedict Cumberbatch is the colonel they're trying to get to in one and a half, two and Yeah. scenes uh mark strong shows up in the middle uh as captain smith he's leading the convoy uh and and uh just no, well Andrew Scott's in it but i don't not really richard madden i guess is in it at some point i didn't realize it was him i guess he's one of the guys Yeah, he's the, the brother no he's, oh, the, he's, brother. Bro- oh, he's the brother oh he's the brother brother at the end yeah oh, i didn't realize that okay yeah and um, the other
1: and uh uh oh, who did you just say before that
0: and andrew scott Ed? yeah andrew scott
1: yeah, he's uh, so he's in Fleabag. I know him from that, and he's
0: uh-huh. he's
1: that he's the lieutenant that is kind of that kind of blesses them with with booze at one point. Where it's uh, kind uh, of funny at the beginning when they're a, get, when they're yeah, getting ready to head yeah. out. Yeah.
0: yeah, he plays so, he
1: plays a priest in Fleabag, so that's kind of funny. I'm like, oh, oh, he's doing his he's, job. He's, he's blessing <laughs> him
0: So yeah, yeah ca- cameos from some big people. Oh, and uh, Claire Dubrock plays Laurie. She's in a, in one scene later. I don't know this actress, but it's kind of a moment so there's Mm, it's two it's two leads plus some cameos uh nicole this time what do you think of the characters
2: um so i even after seeing the preview a couple times i didn't know what our whole movie was supposed to be about like i knew it was following these two guys um but it was interesting in the beginning i still wasn't grasping (laughs) it because he said the like get up when you need to go you have a mission he's like pick a buddy Mm -hmm. and the ultimate first guy sitting there he's like let's go (laughs) like um yeah (laughs) you know you you kind of wonder to yourself are they best friends before watching it you know are they best friends or is he just picking the guy closest to him what determined Mm -hmm. the fate of this poor other guy that has to go with him you know and it's it's just so so emotional to watch that unfold of he get he even says a very briefly he's like why did you pick me to go with you for this you know your heart breaks your heart breaks for him because it could have been literally the other guy if he turned the other way and picked him and
0: um in, you know the dynamic.
1: well and he didn't know what he was picking anybody exactly for either so exactly like, yeah, he, could, yeah.
0: he could have thought i was like i need we need you to carry some of these bags to build right right or whatever right like, yeah. or
2: go clean some dishes whatever it is you know it's just so. Um, well they're going to the general incredible <laughs> <been> in <laughs> uh, I, I don't I even i don't remember what they said honestly so it could the have been anything dishes, yeah um but to watch their dynamic throughout the whole thing and you start to understand that these two really do care about each other. And it's so, uh, I mean, heartbreaking is the first word that comes to mind, but at the same time, it's so powerful and endearing to see how much they do care about each other. And you you wonder if they weren't in this situation of being in a war and fending for their lives, you know, would they still be as friends as, as friendly as they were here? And I generally think that they would. Um, You just see it in their eyes, I think. They just really care about each other. Um, So that dynamic between our two main characters... I don't remember their names, unfortunately, but... Schofield and Blake.
0: Yes. Schofield's the the main guy, and Blake is the one with the brother.
2: Um, They've come to really rely on each other during this time, which is just so amazing to see. I was really upset (laughs) for our... Main character Blake's outcome—I was not expecting that, and I didn't pick that up. I know Brennan said he may have gathered that from the preview showing the other guy alone, alone more so than. Um, yeah, I was going to um, talk. I'll talk about. Yeah, that Yeah, um, I never picked yeah. up on any of this, so I was really upset when that happened. Um, that really just—it uh, just took a lot out of me for in that scene. Um, I liked everybody else. I thought that they added, you know, some some really great camaraderie in how this time actually happened you know how people talk to each other and pushing each other out of the way in the trenches and saying get the fuck out of here and all this stuff it's so so tense I don't have much more else to say about the other characters I don't know if any of you guys felt stronger about them but just our watching our main two characters connection was really important to me and the the end scene that we get with with Schofield and and Blake's brother is something else that we'll I'm sure we'll just have our own point to talk about. But um, overall, yeah,
0: that be a and field thing, probably.
2: Yeah,
1: overall, I'm gonna
2: give it I'm gonna give it a three point five for
0: our characters. What do you think, Mama Kay?
1: I'm really happy that I didn't know these two main characters from something else. Um, for me, agreed. it was really. What's that?
0: I said agreed. I like that this is like the big thing that I know yeah. from now.
1: Right. And, and, and it's, and it's easy for me to see them as these people and because they have to carry the movie and one, one more so than the other at some point. But, um, I was, it starts out you, it, and it feels just sort of like your regular old war movie. And then when, as, as the plot continues and these two have to go off on their own and, and you realize the, um, the, the gravity of their, of their mission and the fact that they are both so just 100% in, even though, like Nicole said, you're the guy that's sitting next to the tree and you're coming with me. I, I was, you know, blown away by that. And you have to think that these are, these are kids. These are, I mean, I think the one we find out at the end is, you know, married and has a couple of kids, but I can't think that he's more than 24 or 25 years old. Right. And the other guy can't be more than 18 or 19.
0: Yeah, they're both and,
1: young. Yeah. And they're, so they're, so they're both young. And it's, um, and seeing them and then seeing all of the other men, the trenches was, crazy for me because that just felt so um claustrophobic it's gross and and it's i think it probably could have been grosser it wasn't quite a, for me the gross factor didn't hit until they went over the edge and then there was the dead bloated horses then all of a sudden he stuck his hand I in saying, that's the when it gets bad oh, yeah, yeah. gross when yeah he yeah, when, he cuts when this- his
0: hand on the barbed wire then it yeah sticks it on the right. dead the dead was it a dead horse right. or a dead person a dead person
1: and but the thing is is everything is taken in stride you know nobody has like this complete mental breakdown except for there's that one commanding officer toward the end who's just standing there sobbing after they you know give the the order to attack and that that's totally fine too that's you know there's going to be somebody like that out there there's going to be all of these different people in all these different circumstances and none of none of the character because there's only two main characters and they're so they're they're the same in that they have the same mission and the same feeling toward it but they're not they're not similar characters at all um and they do have a a genuine caring about one another and, and a genuine you know duty you got to think that these people were probably drafted or you know some sort of whatever they did in britain that's like the draft back then everyone was fighting in the war so mm-hmm. and you're fighting i think they said at one point you know we're fighting in somebody else's country for you know this little sliver of land why why have we been fighting this did we find out what stuff?
0: country it is until we actually make it to like the, the the city i guess because i wasn't sure what country they were in until they go they, to I the, wasn't, the burned down city I,
1: yeah, I wasn't 100% sure because they kept saying the city name, but I kept, I kept thinking they were saying the coast because it sounded like whatever city they were talking about sounded like the coast. And that's I was what like, I heard oh, too. Yeah. That's a long, I don't know where they are, but that seems like a long way to go. And in all, you know, for all intents and purposes, it wasn't really that far. You know what I mean? I don't think they were going it wasn't a, you know, a 25 mile journey. It was, it was a short journey, they but they could you know, make it there overnight. Rightly, they said. Right. But it just seemed like the things when the guy was telling him what he was going to encounter, I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to take forever to get there. But, like, you're going to encounter some horses. And then when you see the guy that's bent over, and I'm like, OK, those things happened immediately. Like, oh, there's the horses. <laughs> there's the guy bent over. And now we're on to the next part of our journey. You know, it was like very strange. And then when they, um you know, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I, you know, there were several times where I was like uh startled and um I felt for these guys. And then when, uh, when the one, what's the boy's name? What's the Schofield main guy, Schofield. What's the other guy?
0: Blake. Uh, Blake.
1: Blake. Yeah. When, when Blake, um, when they have the encounter with the German airplane and Blake dies, I saw that coming only. I didn't get anything from the trailer about it. I had no idea. This was only going to really be about a couple people. Um, I thought it was just mm-hmm. going to be basically another war movie. Um, so when he, um, when he's, is killed by the German who he's the one who wanted to save him. You know, he says, no, we're not going to shoot him. We're going to get him some water. Oh and my then God. as soon as he does, the guy knives him. It's like, you know, that's, that was, a, that's a little, uh, that's a little twee, like, uh, okay. But you know, something he had to happen. Like so not really. I mean, oh. Not because I, I mean, I didn't want the guy to die and I thought it was done really well. I've never seen anyone like, you know, they're shooting this the way they're shooting this in one shot and this guy's turning paler and paler as... As time is going on, I'm like, how are they doing that? Because he looks, it's getting. Is he actually dying? Is what I'm worried about. But I like that they Um,
2: they. I feel they didn't show it directly on camera. The stabbing.
0: No, I like that too. They turned
2: it around just after the guy like pulls the knife away, and you're like, oh my god,
1: what the fuck just happened? (laughs) Like, no, I think they use that as a cut as a cut scene where he, you know, the other guy is going over to to get the water, and it's enough time for the camera to be turning around and all of that, and. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That was a great that was a great um scene there. Um but I didn't I, I the scene was great. I, the thought behind it wasn't was like, oh, okay. Well, of course the guy's the one well, that He's the younger to naive
0: him. guy. He seems to have like the other guys more personal. Yeah, grizzled. he's a little he cavalier. He he's, he had the right. he's, he's fought longer, it sounds like he had, he had the medal he said he got rid of cuz
1: Yeah, but you don't know that about him. You only know, you know, you only know a skeleton piece about him. And you really, really don't know a whole lot about these characters at the end, except for, you know, about their integrity and their bravery and their, their, you know, camaraderie and how they're dedicated to get this mission done because they know that 1600 people are going to die if they don't. They're, you know, going right into the jaws of death. So, um, and I think all of the supporting characters were fantastic because each one of them was just, just what you needed and none of no two of them were even remotely the same the and then the girl that he encounters when they get to the to the city in france that was really unexpected and i was concerned for the rest of the movie about her welfare because now she's alone with this baby and you know i was really sad nobody to see. knows what's gonna happen to her
0: i love how it's not yeah. even hers like she's just yeah just like kind of the- cobbled together at this point
1: that's the best and that's and i think that's how it was it was just like you you whatever you you're doing to survive you're helping somebody else to survive and and that's it you know you have a common enemy and no matter what you know i thought that scene was great uh i loved all the characters i'm gonna give the characters a five.
0: Oh, oh wow uh for how I think this is the strength of this movie is obviously the visual and sound, but for how little we actually know about every character, including our two main characters, every I understand everyone so well that's it's a really yep. impressive less is more. Like I like even our our cameo generals or whatever. Like I understand what what kind of character Colin Firth is. I really understand what kind of character Ben and Cumberbatch is because Mark yes. Strong in the middle is kind of like some men just want are in it for the fight or whatever he said, and you get the idea. Like this guy, like he, he like even like you don't even know if when he he tells him to stop the fight if he's going to do it cuz he just might be that right. pig-headed. Um but yeah, our two right. leads. And that was
1: perfect. That was perfect of the Mark Strong character. I mean, that was perfectly placed, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's that it right midpoint.
0: So... He he him him and his uh they show up right when they need to, too. Like for the movie, yeah. like for movie's sake to like take a break cuz you know, our our, our second lead just died and um, I, so when I say I knew, kind of knew, I guess maybe I didn't know more about this going in, I th- I figured because it was the, one, the one-er the that everyone else but the two leads would be cameos because you're not cutting back to them, so if you can't cut back to them, how are they going to be there? Like, um, right. And in the trailer if you notice, the two of them are always together, but then like occasionally it'll just be the one guy, it'll just be Schofield but it's never occasionally mm-hmm. just Blake um, and if right. the big thing at the end, where in the trailer, is where he's it's the long drawback shot, and they showed in the movie where he's running in the front line, and everyone's running, and there's smoke going around, and then it zooms out into the 1917. Running into people or, yeah, that—that yeah. that is just him. That's the, and you can tell by the trailer, that's some sort of pivotal moment. And as the movie's going on, it's not happening yet. You're like, oh. He's got to be alone at some right. point, and you know, <laughs> and because it's all one shot, you know, he can't. We're not going to cut back to him. So I kind of had the idea. I think it's a good choice for the emotional punch later on when we see Blake's brother, brother, uh, older brother. Um, yeah, characters are like a four-five um, because they're not like the most memorable characters, but I think it's a really big strength when you can do. Tell tell me so little and just show me what they are, and and, it's, right. it, and I get it, and I don't have to... Every character doesn't need this deep, long backstory. I there, feel there like are-
2: the characters just overpower everything else in the sense of the... Excuse me, uh, that's not what I meant. The visual and sound overpowers everything else of the characters for me in the terms of like the generals and you know uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and things like obviously he's very pivotal in this he's the one we need to get to to call all this off and if he doesn't care they even make a point of saying that they say you know if he's not going to listen to you then you're fucked and he's probably not going to listen to you they said have witnesses that's and what it was, was have witnesses yeah that right. was a good little thing. yeah and,
1: and and i I was really worried that he wasn't yeah going you're to you like that what's that gonna, gonna happen now air, you, if they show up That could easily yeah, that could easily have been the end of this movie. Is that he didn't right. listen? And
2: just you know, I, I, I wish that I had more investment into the characters' different personalities and why do they think that Benedict Cumberbatch's character isn't going to give give up? You know, based on a commanding officer's note or whatever. Like I, but but it didn't play as much of importance to me watching this as the. Rest of it, the visual and sound wise of what made it so good. You know what I mean?
0: No, i did, I don't think it was impor- I don't think it was important. As as important as the filmmaking choices for visual and sound, which I'll let you continue on in a second, Nicole. But um, I like I I like that we don't spend a whole any time developing character. The general Mm. saying, like being very solemn about like he needs to understand, and then getting Mark Strong at one other point saying he's a difficult man, he wants to fight like that. Those two little drop lines by just that's all I need to understand. I don't really want to know more about him. I don't I don't need to because. I think I agree with you. That's not, that isn't what the story's about. So I, I think the choice to do it is actually a strength that helps the visuals and getting you in that, that, better. I suppose world so, yeah. Better. Yeah. They but visuals serve and...
1: one another, I think. They both, you know, they, the, the characters serve the way the film is made. The, the, you know, the brevity of most of the characters serve the way the film is made.
0: So. And Nicole, I'll let you continue on since you started. Visual and sound, what do you think? Cause it's,
1: yeah.
2: yeah. There's, tons to dissect in here. (laughs) I mean, we could talk about this for, for hours just because there's so many different scenes and there's so many different things happening and different emotions being played throughout this whole entire movie. It's overwhelming in a sense to think like, holy shit, we're watching this for two hours and these guys did this for months and, and, they saw the same thing every day and they had to survive through it and they had to fight and be tired and hungry and get shot and blah, 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 blah. like I can't I can't do it. <laughs> uh, so for them to portray something so vile and gruesome into something so beautifully shot and just amazing like i can't fathom how someone has has done this you know i'm just really impressed uh you know there uh, i don't like to say that there was things wrong with it even though there was because there's a couple scenes say, i know you
0: had w- uh, one I, one major <laughs> nitpick with one of the settings i to- do have a, a major nitpick
2: with something and that was when <laughs> we are Alone now with um, oh my god Schofield Schofield and he's leaving the the scene with the woman and the child and we see the fireworks of the bullets going off or whatever it's lighting up the town that they're that he's in and I don't know if Mama Kay thought this that looked like hmm. a movie set it was like it looked like cardboard cutouts <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nicole turned to me she's like it looks like cardboard I'm like. Well, it's probably a backlot, and I was like, Ugh, "Stop saying that! I don't want to think about that." Like, I, 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 cause yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't notice anything. I thought it was great until she said that. And I'm like, Shh, "Don't talk about that." It's, when he is not- running through
2: there, and and the the other guys chasing him for a while, and he's running through, jumping on top of buildings or whatever he's doing. I'm like, "This looks like styrofoam." <laughs> it
0: was, like really upsetting me.
1: Oh, I didn't, I didn't feel that at well, all. Well, That's good. Actually, I. You're yeah, very lucky you didn't have Nicole did.
0: there telling you that because I probably would not <laughs> well, have ever noticed. Wanna, that I you. don't
2: want to spoil it for you. I just I just have such high expectations no, that's from what, the room. That's
1: what you thought. That's fine. Yeah, yeah,
2: from the beginning of yeah. the movie till then, I was just blown away completely, and then I see this and it just didn't live up to the expectation I had. So, you know, that's where that's, our, fair, yeah. that's where I just lost a little bit. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> okay, what are we looking at right here? It looks like a minuscule like 1 to 32 scale <laughs> little area of <laughs> styrofoam pieces, whatever. B- regardless of that, I can look past that for everything else because I'm, like I said, I was just completely blown away by the the score that we have here, how I want to cry the whole time and mm. I just feel like I'm there with these men and I don't want to be. And that really says something because it's, it's make me uncomfortable that way really speaks volumes for how they made this so realistic um i i'm gonna give this a five way exceeded my expectations of any war movie i've ever
0: seen in my whole life nice Got got past the styrofoam mm-hmm. and still, got, still gave it the solid sync <laughs> <note. laughs> well okay visual and sound
1: i'm thinking it must have been a five plus if you brought it down to a five because <laughs> of the styrofoam
0: situation eh, so that's pretty cool if, if that was a real rating um, yeah <sighs>
1: if if five plus was real waiting uh i'm giving this a five too i think that that this the way the way that he filmed it he knew what he was doing he knew what he was going for and he did a spectacular job i it wouldn't have had the the impact if it had been shot any other way you would have had to have character development of of ancillary characters and and i don't care about them really on honestly i don't it's it's about what's happening and it's about the main characters and it's about getting to the brother and it's about getting to the general. You know, it's 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 the it's the journey of and and the completion of that journey. You know, like I was saying before about when they were going through the 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 dug situation and when they were when they went into the German um what are those Trench. called? My mind is the trenches when they went into the German trenches. I was. So nervous the oh, whole time, God. and 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 then when there was the tripwire and there was an explosion, and and he had to save him, and 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 I was so. Well, they're walking through the bed bunk
0: know, so I was like, well, okay, it's probably covering her eyes. <laughs> she's probably, probably afraid something's gonna pop out.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I I had to look down a little bit because I was not <laughs> sure what was gonna happen a couple times. not they make him um, like a mannequin? But every dead time in
2: there, it's just like incredible. Like he thought he was dead. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> every time some- and every time something happened is when I did not expect it to happen, so the times when I was not when I was really super prepared it and it's not like I don't know that this was something that he was doing on purpose, but you know i i get i get so into the movie that that's that's how i feel but um I, I was, I was surprised every time something happened. I mean, the tripwire and he's like, Oh no. And then that stupid rat, like, you know, <laughs> runs right across it. And I think I probably even was like, No, you know, in the theater out aloud. And, you know, I, it was just, uh, um, and for a movie that it felt, it felt real and truthful and, and it was visceral and there was a lot of grossness to it, but it wasn't overly, this is going to sound crazy. It wasn't overly bloody like the grossness was a lot of different things it wasn't just you know the the casualty piece of it it was the it was almost like everything that's left behind is ruined and that was what the germans wanted they wanted you know you can't have the cows because the cows are going to give you meat you can't and and milk and you can't have you know why can't we have nice things Mm. because of the germans so yeah it's um, not like a
0: gory disgusting it's more of a wet sock got mud on you disgusting like
1: right and they did you know i have to admit that they were getting you know they they dried off pretty quickly in a lot of different you know he was just in that river almost drowning for a while waterfall coming back up and then he sees these he hears the singing and he sees these guys and in a few minutes he's all completely dry i've got ready to go i've got
2: my qualms (laughs) about that in pretty much every movie i ever see and i do you yeah. have to admit, I saw That's a couple true. parts where his hands were completely dirty and in, in in mud and caked fingernails, and they come to the next scene and he's right. clean, and I'm like, what the
0: fuck,
1: you know? I just,
0: I didn't, I didn't <laughs> notice any of that. I thought he looked pretty gross the whole time, like pretty consistently. But
1: well, once he got in the river, he cleaned up pretty well. But he was yeah, still not cleaned up. The river cleaned him from <laughs> no, the river cleaned him up, all of his everything. You know, the big wound in the back of his head, and and I didn't even get, I didn't get whether he got shot in the back of his head or whether he just fell down and hit his head probably from that explosion wasn't was the ex well he shot the guy and the guy shot him at the same time is what i thought
0: i thought it shot him too i thought but i based on him holding up i think it might have hit his like ear or something like it might have grazed him but it didn't go through him oh, kind of thing
1: right but i think it was the fall it's yeah the, the fall, fall knocked him that, out. You know, that's that's when we get our out. i
0: guess our big time yeah. jump when we jump from you know right just when all of a sudden it's to like 2 a.m yeah. or whatever yeah it is.
1: right um, the other piece, um, and everything about this movie was, having said that it's a, g- not a gory movie, but it's, it's a visceral, um, you know, war movie. It's beautiful. I mean, th- th- bombed out houses, bombed out cities. I didn't get the styrofoam feel at all. It was remind, when, when that whole city was on fire, it was reminding me when, you know, a couple of year, or last year, whenever it was that Notre Dame was on fire. That's what it felt like to me. Uh-huh. Like, I see stone buildings and I don't understand why they burn. Well, they've got wooden roofs mm-hmm. and wooden insides and mm-hmm. wooden stuff, but I don't think about that. So when when I see this kind of stuff and and I'm like, okay, I can relate. But every everything was so beautiful about it and the detail on all the costuming. I was like, you know, how does he know he's looking for a lieutenant? How does he know who's oh, they have That's like a, little this
0: isn't up, I'm like, this isn't up for a costume Oscar. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> It's not. It's not. It's I up actually, for like ten yeah, Oscars, but it's not up for costumes.
2: I said that when we left. I because I, I we had seen Little Women and I was very impressed with that costuming, and then I said, "Well, yeah. it doesn't stand a chance next to this," and you know it's quite disappointing because yeah. this is pretty, uh, you know, from any standard. When this I it's pretty good chance.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. And there were so many people. I mean, there was our, there was our two main characters. There were other characters, but then there were, you know, troops all over the place and they're all, you know, each one of them, they don't look like carbon cutouts of one another either. They all sort of have this own, their own little thing, which is so hard to believe in a film like this. And just, and the one shot. I mean, the, the, the elephant in the room, you shoot a movie like this and you, you know, you don't have any choice but to be in this film. So if you're sitting in row, like, D or F you're missing out you need to be sitting in the movie row B maybe not row A but you know this is different from main theaters because
0: other theaters like row row F and our theaters would be like close to the front of the Like, before you get to the front Um. front. Wait,
2: you know what? Mama K really brings up a good point here. And not only in the aspect of watching it as a viewer, but the people in this movie need to be on their shit the whole time. Like, there's no cutting you out of the film because you were picking your nose in the background. Like, you need to be doing what you're doing the whole time. It's just incredible that they had this many people in the movie as background pieces that are still following through.
1: Every, yeah, all, especially, especially trench scenes, yes. right? There's the trench oh my God. scenes. There's, you know, it's, there's so many of them and, and they have to, you know, and everybody's waiting for their cue or whatever it is, but it's, you, you have no, I don't have that feeling that that's happening at all. I feel like this is really, really happening and the music was outstanding just beautiful haunting when he when he finds them uh toward the end and he, fi- he finds where he's supposed to be going and there's the the guy singing to the whole troop, mm-hmm. and the troupe is just dead quiet i know, you know that's one of brendan's favorite parts listening yeah, I'll oh, talk about man. the last
0: twenty minutes in residence and feel 'cause oof. Yeah. Oof. It's just
1: it's in it's insane. And I'm like, you know, please don't be another troop. Um please don't be the Germans. Please don't be anybody else. Please be the right people. Having said that, there's one thing I want to ask about. So he's go there he's going into the burning town, to the French town, mm-hmm. and there's a soldier coming toward him. Yes. And why did he start going toward the soldier? Did he think that That was one of... His soldiers?
0: I think so. I, think he, right I th- think he. I think he thought it was possible. I mean, because the other soldier doesn't start shooting at him immediately either. They're both kind of waiting to see what the other one's going to do, and then the one. <sighs> well, that's yeah. Adam. I know.
1: It it's just so it's so weird because I feel like that could happen at any point in this movie with well, anybody. Well, that's who what comes I felt about the, corner, the scene where you know?
2: after he's out of the river and he's walking up very slowly behind the guy, the troop with the singing guy. Why right. don't they turn around and go like, "Oh right. fuck, who is this?" You know, nobody does anything. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I think, I'm like, like these that, are the worst. There's
0: so many people like and he's wearing one of their uniforms. So I think the people who give him like a little glance, like they don't, they think he's just late or something. Like I don't think they're gonna, they're thinking <laughs> he's you know.
1: Right, but there wasn't even any. There were no turned heads or anything. So I'm like, these ugh. guys are not like they're not thinking about what's happening in their that perimeter. That bothered me. They, and they the don't scene have... that
2: you're talking about, where he shows up in the town and they're just kind of staring at each other, that yeah. whole thing perturbed me because oh, he can really keep that other guy silent for so long that the other drunken guy can't see. There's a ru- tussle
1: going on. Like I just, oh, ugh.
0: he's that drunk. I mean, it you know, did...
1: bothered me. Yeah, I mean.
0: I know the whole town no, scene's to, they, bothered they, you for a myriad of reasons. Oh yeah, I would not <laughs> care much for
1: that. Don't part. go to town. But the t- but the scene with the woman when he you know he's trying to escape the guy who he thought was a buddy yeah, and then he good. goes um, and yeah that scene is just that scene is great and there's I think you get you get insight into his character then and then when he was interacting with the the girl and the the baby especially I was like okay this dude's a dad. You know, I, I I knew more about him before I knew more about him, mm-hmm. which um, yeah, when he deflected the the
2: question of do you have children or whatever, and it just mm-hmm. breaks your fucking heart. You're like, oh my god,
1: yeah, yeah, because he doesn't want to think about any of that. He can't think about any of that. He's got one goal right now, and when they're in the war, you have a goal, but he's it's even more you know defined for him. So um, I think I've talked enough about this. We could go like, on forever, I, again,
0: honestly.
1: No, I. I think we've so. We've had it shorter really shows this month. I figured
0: we could save our our, our uh, really beautifully done. Our hosting minutes for this one. Uh no, this is a 5. It's an uh, unquestioned 5. I know we've picked some things out here and there, but that those like you have to I I would have to really look for that because the the everything's yeah. fantastic I, I won't harp on i'll just say my favorite stuff i like the no man's land at the beginning when they have to when they just leave their own trench and it's disgusting and like the dead rotting bodies i love all that um i like the uh what's well what, what part did this come in i'm thinking about the oh the, yeah the um the planes, the the planes when the one's about to crash and it's, oh, like, flying in towards the so barn. That is so good. Oh, I think that part of that so was in the good. trailer, but, like, oh, it really is that good. And then the last 20 minutes, I'll just start talking about that now because... Well,
2: let me just say, every- real quick, when you say, like, I mean, we all gave it a five and you don't see the parts that I'm bringing up as being subpar, that's, that's the thing, no. though. Like, this movie is so amazing and if there is something that just doesn't, hold up the standard for me i I noticed it unfortunately you know i don't want it to be that way i i i find this whole thing incredible but when i see the styrofoam down (laughs) or whatever like (laughs) it just has that different feel for me where i i can't get as invested into it that's the only thing you know it's it's not bad it's not bad it's just everything else is spectacular and then it's just something else that just didn't hold the expectation as much
0: that's all I know you're the, you're the opposite of Jess you're cursed with attention to detail mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, little, all right. So the fives across the board we've talked plenty about visual and sound the last 20 minutes I'll just cap it real quick Yeah, he shows up to the singing troop finds out it's the right troop but this is like the back of the convoy like this is like the very last guys so then this oh whole scene God. he has to run through all these Heart people breathing. pass them all through all these trenches um, we get the scene where he's running as the first like group is announced to go he's trying to find the 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 colonel um he's running through with the trailer scene where he's running through all the people running across um quick question uh i think i asked this to nicole i, th- I can't remember what she said but he runs into two people and they f- completely fall over and then he gets up and keeps going um planned or not planned
1: oh you mean when the when he when he's running across and he's now running in the battlefield yeah and
0: everyone's he's now running starting the and shooting uh, around him planned or not planned that he was supposed to run I'm, to people i don't think and fall so. over he uh, he, he actually guess, falls over twice i, like I think
1: I feel like it's... I don't think that it is. It's hard to say. If it's not... I feel like it's not planned. I mean it's well well one guy doesn't get up and
0: i'm like (laughs) i think i got shot like a lot of people are getting taken out immediately like right
2: they're showing the they're showing the explosions of people getting blown up and stuff like he's near he's nearly missing those and um i don't know if they're using those people that he's running into as parts of it or not i honestly don't think that it is a part of it i think this is just how the scene played out and they kept it
0: I agree. I think it was not planned.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that was going to happen because there was so much chaos uh, and so many people coming over the hill, and he was running, you know, ninety degrees away or toward toward the camera. That's the thing. The camera's pulling them, back,
0: know, and when he falls, it doesn't stop pulling back. It continues pulling back, and then he gets up and like kind of sprints to catch, like catch up, yeah. almost like I'm like, yeah, oh my god! Yeah, I think it yeah. was yeah. It's,
2: they kept it in there yeah. to add to the intensity and the high stakes of everything. Like this is how quickly he had to do this and all these things are putting him off seconds at a time. It's like, holy shit, is he going to make it?
0: And and
1: it's a, and you have to yeah. give kudos to the actors for that. Like, you know, this is all stuff that you can't... You know, most movies are a lot of... And movies that I like are like that, you know, you get a big Marvel movie and everything is, you know, it takes a whole day for 20 seconds or whatever of a film. Right. And you're like, this must be agonizing in one way for actors. But in this other one, this is like everything is, you know every shot is so well planned out and then there's going to be stuff like that that happens and everyone just sticks right they with they probably it, give you know?
2: these people like some artistic freedom of, of saying okay you are you are people that are you 300 300- people actors are going to be people in the trenches <laughs> like you need to do something right during the next three hours that looks like you're doing something in the trenches people that are going to be running mm-hmm, over the yeah. field you need to do something that looks like you're going to be running through the field no matter what happens like
0: and do you and you 20 people have to fall over and die at some point and this right front, like, right yeah. and just
2: to make it right. to make it realistic of this is probably exactly how it happened people well, i mean we know this people run out and within a half a second, they're shot. Like, it's... it's... Right. it happens in front of him and who knows who was going to do it in the scene but the fact that it actually he encounters people this is just how the mess of it all
0: happened and it's just like holy shit you know okay I want to get you guys take on that <laughs> in that long long shot so he gets down to where Ben to Cumberbatch is and the guy's like "No, oh, you can't go in there that's the colonel's he's like I have a message from the general and he finally gets in and right. you know at first as as predicted Ben Cumberbatch is like uh, fuck this we're gonna keep going like we I, I, I woke up today thinking this was gonna be the day and then he's like you gotta to read it and then he reads right. it he's like oh fuck all right call it off and then um so they call it off everyone's retreating they, they go in, like, like is the... there like one or two groups that are already gone group one's already gone Just one. The one. Group okay. one. Okay. so yeah. they call back group one yeah. and that's when we head to the triage tents where everyone's getting tended who actually went out there uh he's looking for uh lieutenant joseph blake the brother just to give him uh his yeah. brother's ring his tag's um finds him and he's like oh oh Joey's here where where is he and uh, and um he's like yeah. He's, they give the, the look and he's like he saved my life and then he gives him the stuff and it's just like you really brushed over <sighs> this right. this intensity of the feeling of this like <laughs> because we're about to do resonance and feel but cause... I'll let you guys flesh it out I'm just giving the broad strokes okay then, that's fair because this is, this is the, this is the, I know you, you have cold. more to
2: feel about this yeah.
0: <laughs> a ton but like we're, we're closing in on an hour I gotta get, get the, the, the broad strokes uh, he does that and then he you know he's like go grab something to eat you're tired and he's like well duh and so he walks over to a nearby tree, sits under it, pulls out his little thing with his family, and it's just like at the beginning when he was sleeping on the tree. Now he's at the other place. Um, right. There's a little tribute at the end. I'll talk about that in Residence and Field to like about the whole movie and, and what it's based on. So, yes, uh, Nicole, since you, since you don't. Oh, well, uh, no. You know what? You went not first last time. I'm okay. I don't know what your Residence and Field is. I didn't see the movie with you. What's your Residence Field, Mama okay?
1: Right. So. I think when, when we're getting to this end point, the you get, a you know, and he gets he finally gets to Benedict Cumberbatch character who we learn is not going to, you know, take this news very well. And he's probably not going to want to do the thing that he's supposed to do right. And I found it to be really powerful when, you know, after he gave the order saying, OK, we need to stand down. He's like, but, you know. This is what happens if it's not today it's going to be tomorrow or the next day or the day after that this is going to happen like you know and it kind of it it gives you that whole feeling of not that the, the mission was futile because it wasn't and that they're probably you know reorganizing and figuring out how to not let the germans you know the, the whole reason that they don't want to go and do this is because the germans already know they're going to do it's it and trap. they're ready to ambush them i don't know if we talked about that Um, so, you know, I'm sure the, the people in the background and then the ones that are all, you know, doing their thing or trying to figure out how to, to work around this. But I found that to be very, um, so emotional just because this is not just a one-time thing. And Nicole was talking about it earlier, that this kind of stuff was, happens all the time. And this is the kind of, you know, they live sort of at this crazy level of, you know, Energy and anxiety and all of this stuff because, but they don't really show it. It's kind of, it's, it's really actually quite amazing. Um, and then we get through that scene and then he goes and he finds the brother. And I think Nicole's right that you're glossing over the, <laughs> you know, the magnitude of that. I'm gonna let her, she, she, she wants to get on this. I'm gonna let her do that. And I really loved at the end the, the symbolism of him going and sitting by himself by the tree. And that was, you know, it was almost too perfect, but I was okay with that. So, um, so resonance and feel of this movie, um, I'm giving it a four and a half.
0: Well, cool. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> first off, I went through a roller coaster for this brother because I thought originally. It was the guy singing. I'm like, oh, thank God he found him. And I'm like, oh, fuck. He didn't find him. <laughs> okay, so... He, <laughs> he's probably... In, he didn't find him. He's probably in the first group. And I'm like, oh, shit. The first group went out. So right. he's rushing and rushing. In, uh, and all of us are holding our breath. Like, oh, my God. Is this brother... Has he gone out? And after the order is given to stop... And you do, you do have a sigh of relief. Like, the rest of these people will be... Spared another day, at least. It's just like, holy shit. Now, when he gets to the... When he gets to the... What do they call it? The tents with all the injured people. Triage. Triage. And he's just calling his name. And the person that he asks first doesn't even give him the time of day. Like, how can you? How can you even take how right. can you even keep track of who's in there you know it's just like these people are just trying right. to save lives and he doesn't he the, the whole scope of what he's been through in the past 36 hours or whatever it is like it, it just slips his mind i feel like you would never go out to a random nurse and ask have you seen this guy they don't fucking know <laughs> but he just wants to find him so bad and it's heartbreaking to see that he's feels so lost in this after all this time this 10
1: seconds is the most important thing um And he doesn't want him to be dead. I mean, I think that that's what I feel like from him. And he is just like, Oh God. Absolutely. And just the, the panic
2: of looking through all these guys and people are continually continually coming in on gurneys and like what is this him i don't know what he looks like i don't know who he is and and finally getting that grasp of knowing he's alive and he's standing right there and you and he says he looks like me and this guy turns around and we all see him and we're like oh my god it looks just like him and it just makes you want to cry because like i'm getting i'm getting so emotional right now thinking about it that he did all this for his friend and to see his brother the, yeah. the the reason that he did all of this and the reason that he continued on to to find this guy and to have these mementos to give him is it was just so amazing and i i, I whenever we <laughs> talk about a movie <laughs> where there's siblings involved and i know that we say this often and we think about our own siblings and um you know how this guy made this his brother he was looking for his brother at this point and it was so powerful to see right. and you know to get that closure of saying your brother died for you that right. it was just so powerful it was so amazing like i've never seen a scene like that that made me feel so uh, just incredible so it was really special
0: is that a what is that as a great? Well, <laughs> What am I grading? <laughs> Resonance and feel. Resonance <laughs> and feel.
1: <laughs> How do you feel about that? How does it make you feel, Nicole? Uh, I'm going to give it a five
0: <laughs> in this movie. Yeah, As, it's as five. I'm
2: crying Isn't right so now, I give, I give it a five. <laughs> <It's>,
0: <laughs> it is
1: such a... F- I was. I was sobbing at the end of the movie. Just tears. Just...
0: Yeah, blah. it's such a five. Yeah. I, I cried for the last 20 minutes like almost straight. I took, I I had a nice little break when we got Ben to cover talking. I could wipe away my tears and then as soon as he leaves that I'm like all right, back to the tears. <laughs> um yeah, went from when he oh, cro- gosh, wow. What?
1: I just said wow. I did, I I cried when the guy died and then I cried when when the brothers when he walks
0: into the singing um, the camp and the guy singing i started crying there and then it didn't stop <laughs> ever it would it, it went, or i guess until benedict cover match and then i was like okay military stuff uh, and then i went back But when he's when he's running through the trenches and trying to get to the front and like the the, the, the one hour scene where it's pulling back and he's running to people that's all still tears that's it was it was all tears wow. i was fe- oh i felt it so hard it was fantastic it felt so good um yeah. and then yeah when he gets to the brother it's it's Ridiculous amount of tears. It's just tears constantly, um, and then he goes under the tree with the with the little family. He finally looks at his family. I'm just like, oh, he could finally rest. And then, as as with with Endgame, with Favreau's cameo, and at the end, we get the little thing at the top, um, where it's Sam Mendes wrote this movie. I'm doing it now. Sam Mendes wrote this movie because of his like Colonel, Sergeant whatever Mendes in the ar- in the army and his for uh, his grandfather is really good. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Oh, gosh. Uh, whenever the dire- whenever I can yeah. feel like the director behind it, I'm like, "Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. It's such a I mean, a five. just
2: the, the fact that this this story in Sam Mendes' life sparked so much interest and <laughs> in wanting to share that with the world and it's a it's a world that really needs a story like this. Like, you know, we have so many different feelings about war and and history and you know this is things that we learned about as as younger people and you don't think about it anymore really and when somebody like sam mendes has been carrying this feeling for so long and decides he wants to share it with the world it really brings us back to oh my god this happened to us in america and it happened to people in england and france and and wherever you know that was involved in this war like so many people can can be put into this story and it happened so many times that it really makes you just feel so involved in it even if you don't have somebody directly that you know that was involved in world war one or or world war two even like we're saying about these movies um Just a a culmination of of seeing somebody hear this story, deciding it's worth telling, and putting it out for us in such a beautiful way is really moving.
1: Yeah, and doing it in such a unique, grueling, you know, a grueling way to do it. Um, Perfect
0: way. So we're at the end here. Um, It's going to be obvious, I think. I'll start with you, Nicole. Would you recommend 1917?
2: Yeah, I totally would recommend this movie to a lot of people, you know, it's hard to to recommend war films to people that are have specific opinions, but this is in the past, and something we can learn from as people um right now we're recording this before the Oscars come out, and if that if the Oscars are not your thing, <laughs> you know even just to take a look at this movie and say this is worth so much, you know it doesn't even if it doesn't win what we think it's gonna win or or whatever. It's still it's still a winner for us to watch to get a perspective of something that's so important to a lot of people. And it's just so sad and unfortunate that this has happened in the past. So to watch something like this and to put myself in in those shoes, which I never thought I would, um, speaks volumes for it for me. So I definitely would recommend this.
0: Mom okay.
1: Yeah, I'm going to recommend this movie too. I mean, the story is great. The, uh, it, you know, people will be like, "I'm not a history buff." You don't have to be a history buff. This is also just a beautiful piece of cinematic filmmaking. So it's a win-win, and and it's not it, it it's not a preachy thing. So you don't have, if that's your if that's your problem with these kind of movies. That's that's not no. What I felt it is I felt no it's, agenda behind this, uh, like right. political or otherwise. No agenda behind which is nice. it, and 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 basically it's just about people and uh relationships and integrity and brotherhood and i think that that's that's enough to make anybody want to see it so go see this movie
0: yeah i um of, of course i recommend this i'm shocked that this is an 89 of Rotten tomatoes i'm like how the fuck is it that low how is this only
1: a- yeah that's what i was wondering how too. how did 11 percent of professional
0: critics say not, that not only like we've, we've pointed out some flaws or imperfections how is this not a good movie who who what heartless horrible person would dare say this is not. A fan. There are so this got up for tons of Oscars. If you're hearing this now, you probably know what already come came out. There are only two movies this year that I think that deserve Best Picture, and there's only two directors that deserve it, and, and this falls in both of those. Sam, Sam Mendes and this film should be recognized. Um, this or one other film, uh, which if you listen to our top five episode, you can probably guess what <laughs> other film that is. Um,
1: yeah, this can get cinematography and Best Film could go to the other one.
0: I, if I'm saying if this one won it over the other one this is the only film that I won't be mad at for winning.
1: You wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't hate it. I'd be like, hate it. You wouldn't hate it, yeah. earned
0: it. Like, that's, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> like, like, no if it's any of the yeah. other seven, I'm like, well, oh, what the fuck? How, how can you ignore 1917 and, I'll well, say it, Parasite? How do how can you ignore 1917 and <laughs> Parasite? They're the best movies of the year. Um, right. I agree. But, uh, yeah, this is, yeah, e- the easiest recommend I've given since Parasite. It's, uh, it's just... Yeah. I, I haven't cried on a review like that since *Sun Game*, which is horribly <laughs> embarrassing to say. This would
1: have taught. This would. This would have changed my top. Like my top five. It would have slid had on had there. You think huh? to our top five show? I think so. I think it would have. It could have knocked somebody out. That
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, if you yeah. want to hear our top fives, go back and listen to that show to to understand more. I mean. Yeah, that's a really good one. It is. It's, it's really one sure. of our most fun shows. I think we've done. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's that's it for nineteen seventeen, and I think that. Is also it for well? I guess we have a couple more like streaming ish movies that are coming up that are going to be Oscar associated, uh, but that's like the last big theater one that we're yeah. doing uh, for for twenty nineteen, and it's onward to twenty twenty and all of the really great movies that come out in the first quarter of the year (laughs) it's it's,
1: just it is just movie
0: time yeah we got the turning and gretel and hansel which are two really fun looking horror movies that i can't wait for no one else to review (laughs) but me and her um because no one else is gonna want to see this uh and then we got february stuff we got some big stupid stuff coming up that could be interesting like birds of prey uh, fantabulous harley quinn whatever the fuck the subtitle of that movie is <laughs> um, we're gonna, I'm I'm punishing our co-hosts <laughs> by making someone watch Sonic the Hedgehog with me. Really? Um, so we'll
1: yeah, go Sonic.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Do you want to have a guest a guest person on that? I'm sure I can find a big Sonic fan somewhere. Uh,
0: we'll see. I don't know what's going to happen to that. Uh, what else? <laughs> Fantasy Island, there's another horrible thing coming it's up. It's going to be horrible, but we're going to talk about all of them. So could,
1: Put it in the best way if possible. You could, if you want to suffer yeah.
0: with us, stay tuned for the next couple months. And then anything in between, we'll try to do. <laughs> we have a few more listener suggestions that are available streaming, I think. We have a bunch that are just not available right now. I think. There's a bunch that I really want to do, but... They're just, I'd rather not make people pay, like have to pay to rent it or buy it or something. I'd rather it be available on one of the major subscription services. So if you have anything to recommend to us that's currently streaming somewhere, especially Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook, you can reach out to me at Brennan underscore Podhost on Instagram. And the show's email is filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. And the Instagram tournament is going on right now. I talk about it every show. Go to my Instagram to learn more about that. It's top films of 2019. That's Brennan underscore podcast. Yes. All right. Thank you guys for being mm-hmm. on for
1: 1917.
0: Yes. Thank y'all. Thank you. <laughs> what a weird little, you guys did there. Until next time, this is Brennan signing out. So thanks for listening and enjoy your movies.
2: Thanks for listening to films with the women in my life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod, And check out our website, FilmsWithTheWomen.Libson.com. That's FilmsWithTheWomen.Libson.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.